Getting a great night's sleep is fantastic, and you can get that with a Sleep Number bed. The Sleep Number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. With optional Sleep IQ technology inside, it tracks your sleep and gives you personal insights. You see how life affects your sleep and how sleep affects your life. Sleep Number has been ranked highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power for two years in a row. And for J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. My Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score last night was 92. And there's never been a better time to visit a Sleep Number store. Save 50% on a limited edition bed during the Ultimate Sleep Number event. Plus, Queen C2 mattresses are now only $599.99. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one nearest you. Call 1-800-390-9100. Tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Robert Lanza with us. Beyond Biocentrism, they're lining up to talk to you, Robert. But before we go to calls, I want to pick your brain a little bit about stem cell research, of course. I think it is absolutely fabulous, stem cell research. And you, of course, are in that field. I mean, how advanced can we get with this? Well, pretty advanced. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, we just recently published the first ever paper showing that pluripotent stem cells could be used to treat, uh, safely treat patients. So we turned stem cells into new healthy retinal cells to treat macular degeneration. And when we injected these into patients with advanced disease, many who were blind, uh, we saw significant improvement. So on average, the patient's uh, visual improvement uh, was about three lines. Uh, the patients reported that they could use their computers now or read their watches or go to the mall or the airport alone. In fact, one patient, a 75-year-old cowboy from Kansas, was legally blind in the eye we treated. It was 20 over 400. And within a month after treatment, his vision improved to 20 over 40, so he could read 70 letters on the, the eye. <laughs> he can even ride his horses again. In fact, when I met him, he gave me a big hug and started to cry. He said, I've never hugged a man before. And, and so... We're also working on other diseases that affect other parts of the body. So, for instance, a few months ago, we published a paper showing that we could use stem cells to treat dogs that had the equivalent of Crohn's disease, and these were dogs that were resistant to all conventional therapies. So after treatment with our cells, all six dogs went into complete remission, and we've done similar things with uh, cells to treat uh, diseases such as lupus and multiple sclerosis. Uh, we also have created, for instance, a type of an ambulance cell. It's, it's called a hemangioblast, and that can cut the death rate after a heart attack in half. And in another experiment, we showed they could restore the blood flow to ischemic limbs and animals that would otherwise have to be uh, amputated. So someday people are going to look back and say, can you believe they used to cut people's limbs off and the doctor will give the patient in an injection of the cells and they'll just go home and be fine? Yeah, absolutely. We have a researcher, author, who has written books on hearts and stem cells, Christian Wild, And we had a caller years ago who called us one day when we were talking about stem cells, Robert, who had had so many heart issues and heart attacks, and they had scanned his heart. It, it looked horrible. And he, they got him, Christian got him into a program uh, where they harvested his own stem cells, injected it into his heart. Now, here's a guy who could barely walk five feet without having to stop and gasp and breathe. This guy was jogging after this, 
it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. His name was Billy. Billy passed away about a year and a half ago from liver disease. Um, and I bet stem cells in the liver would have helped him too. What do you think? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, that's a very high priority. Uh, we've just, in fact, initiated collaborations with some of the top researchers in the world to treat liver disease and heart and kidney disease. And these are some of the biggest killers. And, and just a few years ago, I would have said there was nothing we could do to help these patients. But there's some new cutting-edge technologies that have changed everything. So for the first time in, his, in the history of medicine, we may be able to eventually help these patients. And we've put together this dream team of the top scientists in each of the areas. It's sort of like a Manhattan Project, to try to develop these regenerative medicine therapies to treat the diseases you're talking about, heart disease and liver disease. And we're tapping into, you know, some of the new scientific breakthroughs that, that as I said, didn't even exist a few years ago. That's fantastic. Do you ever see the day where people would just get maybe an annual injection of stem cells without the cells having to be earmarked for a specific organ? Well, you know, I, I had mentioned these ambulance cells, these hemangioblasts, and this is exactly what we found they did. When we injected these into animals that had damage to the retinal uh, uh, vasculature, we found that within 24 hours when we labeled them, they had found their way to the damaged eye and started to repair it, whereas the untreated damaged eye, they didn't do anything. Even when we injected them right into the eye of the undamaged, they just sat there as sheets. But we also know those same cells in animals that were diabetic, uh, started to repair the damaged vasculature. And, and as you can imagine, people who have diabetes, I mean, all of these horrific uh, secondary complications are microvascular in nature. These cells are smart. They're like nanoparticles, and they can home to the injured site on their own and fix it, whether it's, it's maybe damaged heart tissue or, or damaged, huh. again, vascular. Mm -hmm. And do the cells have to come from a certain region of the body, or do you just grab them out of the well, bone marrow or what? This is what's really exciting. Bone marrow, we're working on bone marrow, and we actually have a, a type that we've created from our pluripotent stem cells, and indeed, these cells can, and we have shown that they've worked for lupus nephritis. We have animals that had multiple sclerosis that would have been paralyzed in a single injection of those cells, and the animals were jumping around in the cage normally. So again, there are many types of cells, but the cell I was talking about is it's, it's a, almost a, a new paradigm. This is a cell type that doesn't actually even exist in the human body. It only existed transiently in the embryo before we were born. So we can actually create these in a Petri dish and creating a new cell that the adult body doesn't have that can, again, be sort of used like a nanoparticle to repair the adult damaged body. All right, let's take some calls here for you. As they line up, Robert, we'll go to Cliff in Bristol, Tennessee. Welcome to the program, Cliff. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, like you said, fascinating show. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like from the late, great uh, Leonard Nimoy, Dr. Spock, fascinating was his favorite word. <laughs> and it I think mine is amazing, but that's okay. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just unbelievable. Um, let's see, just a couple of things. Sure. Number one, I saw a video about, uh, and first of all, I'm agnostic, okay? And uh, I saw a video about the universe, how it's expanding, and they showed a visual demonstration of how the universe is expanding. I guess they can determine that by measuring the distance between galaxies. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But anyway, and they showed that if it's expanding, if you put that in reverse, that video, that image, 
the galaxies, you know, expanding from each other. You bring them in closer and closer and closer together. You know, and you hear mm-hmm. about the Big Bang Theory. That. What yeah. do you think about that? Well, I, I think that that all that is, is, is what science is designed to do. It's to try to find out what's going on. So, again, you know, if, if you're talking to me on the phone right now, you know, you're probably sitting on the chair in the United States, and, and, and if you follow the logic of that, the, your, 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 the uh, Earth itself is probably, go, is not probably, it's going around the sun, and we now know the sun goes around the Milky Way galaxy, which is just one galaxy, and all of these galaxies are expanding out. And if we were to take that logic all the way back in time, well, well, what happened before, what we would actually find is that your body itself has carbon. It's made up of some, one of the major molecules is carbon. But carbon was made in the center of exploding supernova stars. That's where it came from. And so you could trace all this logic back, just like you do fossils, all the way back to the full logic of who you are and what's going on. And that would take you back to the Big Bang, and that would be the beginning of the logic. And then if you continue, the, the, the universe is expanding, that's the other end. But then you can also go not only in space, but you can go down in time. You can actually go from the big universe down and in, look into the atom and into molecules. And what you actually find is that at some point you hit like a bottom where there is nothing. It's the uncertainty principle. And so what we're finding more and more is that all of this is really uh, the spatial temporal logic of, of, our, of the self. So the observer is, this is again what Einstein said, that, that space and time are relative to the observer, that it's the observer that is the driving force, the first impulse. And the Big Bang is actually, if you take evolution in reverse, just like you just said, where you go back in time, that's really the end of the logic, not the beginning. So just a slight twist on our, re- our logic and everything makes sense. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.